Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bath and Biscuits, the podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Rosino, and I am here to bring pet parents and pet professionals together to create a community of educated pet lovers. Summertime is here on Long Island. The warm weather is coming in, and so I thought, what better to cover for episode three than summer safety? For this episode, I did a little bit of research, and I just want to share with you guys some of the things that I found. Susan Briggs and Robin Bennett, some of you in the pet industry know who they are. They are the founders of the Dog Gurus. They've had their own facilities before. And I was watching a video where they were talking about an instance that happened at one of their facilities. It was summertime. It was really hot. And they had let the dogs outside to go to the bathroom and then brought them back inside. And in 15 minutes, there was like a shift change that happened. So at that 15 minutes, when the shift change happened, the new employee went to go let the dogs outside again. And there was a Boston Terrier that had been let out, left outside from the first let out. And they, he was outside for a good 15, maybe 20 minutes. He was a puppy. And he was out of it. They tried to rush him to the vet, but he died at the vet due to heat stroke. In June of 2021, a husky named Georgia died of heat stroke after being left in a van at a Chicago daycare. In May of 2021, in Virginia, eight dogs died at a training facility. Apparently, the HVAC system had failed, and instead of the air conditioner blowing out cool air, it was blowing out hot air, and it was the middle of summertime. And I think this was at the family's like residence, and they had left to go out. I think they went to church, and they came back, and every single dog, including their own, were dead. In August 2021, a golden retriever named Duke was left for boarding in Texas. The boarding suites had indoor and outdoor access, and Duke was found unresponsive hours after drop-off in the outdoor portion of the suite. He had a bloody nose, and it was thought that he died of heat-related issues. And literally just a few days ago on Facebook, a girl went to pick up her dog. She had an Australian Shepherd from daycare. And when she got there, she saw him outside in a bush, unconscious. She got him in the car, was rushing to the vet, but he died in the car on the way to the vet's office because of heat exhaustion. It is so heartbreaking how many stories there are like this. These are preventable deaths if we took the proper precautions and we were double and triple checking everything. So for this episode, I really want to give tips on how you can keep your facility really safe, but even how you can protect your pet at home. All indoor areas must have proper air conditioning. When you leave your house, Make sure there's air conditioning, make sure there's fans on so that the house is cool and there's circulation. Pet care facilities. 
your boarding area, your daycare area, your grooming area, anywhere that there are going to be pets, you need to have air conditioned. Fans are not going to cut it. When it's 80, 90, 100 degrees, fans are not going to cut it. Facilities need proper air conditioner. And have a backup plan because what happens if you lose power? This is also for the winter as well. What happens if you lose power? How are you going to heat your facility? How are you going to have your facility cooled down? With daycare, with boarding, at home, you want to limit outdoor time to 10 to 15 minute intervals. Let them go outside, let them go to the bathroom, and that's it. Don't have them doing too much activity, too much running around, or anything like that outside. When they are outside, make sure that they have access to shade. Put up a tent, put a little doghouse out there, whatever it is, have them have shade outside. Always make sure they have access to fresh water. Dogs with flat faces, so pugs, Frenchies, Boston Terriers, Bulldogs, Shih Tzus, even older dogs, they have a harder time managing the heat than other dogs. So you want to limit their outdoor time to maybe 5-10 minute intervals. Me with Pickles, obviously she's a pug, I have to limit her time outside. She doesn't spend too much time outside in the summertime. And if she does, she goes outside, goes to the bathroom, and then I bring her back in. If I let her, she will lay in the sun the whole entire day. When you're doing let outs, when I say double, triple check everything, if you're letting the dogs go outside to go to the bathroom and then bringing them back inside, you're closing the doors, have a staff member go outside and walk the play yards. Make sure there's no dog left outside. Double, triple check everything. I have this chart. I'm going to post it on my social medias. So if you don't follow me, you can follow my grooming page, which is Bath and Biscuits Inc. And my podcast Instagram is Bath and Biscuits, the podcast. I'll write those down in the description. But I have this chart that it shows the temperature and the humidity. And then you go to that point on the chart and it will show you if it's green, yellow, or red. And it's a really great chart. I use it all the time for reference. And it's just good for you to look at and see, okay, how bad is it outside today? And that'll help you gauge how long you allow your pets to be outside or how long you let letouts be if you're at a facility. If you have indoor-outdoor kennels, so that the boarding suites are indoor-outdoor, you have to close off that outdoor portion so that the dogs don't go outside. If it's really, really hot, that outdoor portion, the cement, the turf, whatever you have out there is going to be scorching hot. You don't even want their paw pads to be on that. But if they lay outside, they're not going to realize their dogs. If they're laying outside in the sun, they can get overheated so quickly. Have that outdoor portion of the boarding suites closed during really, really hot months. And explain to parents. If people are going to be like, oh, well, you have indoor-outdoor kennels and you're not even opening the outdoor portion, be very blunt. Be like, yes, we are keeping the outdoor portion closed because the opposite would be your dog dying of heat stroke because that is a very real possibility. Pet parents, please do not leave your dog in a closed car. 
even if the car has the windows down and it's off, there's no air circulation. That car is going to fill up like a sauna. Your, your dog is going to bake in there. Please do not leave your dog in the car. Just don't do it. Grooming needs for the summertime. This is a big one. Please keep up with your pet's grooming. Shaving dogs down doesn't necessarily keep them cooler. Their coats are their protection and it helps them regulate their body temperature. Shaving dogs down to the skin and dogs with short coats can get sunburned, so you want to avoid shaving your pets and you want to be extra careful with your short-haired breeds. However, if your pet is matted, there is nothing else a groomer can do but shave your dog. So don't get upset at your groomer for shaving your matted dog in the summertime and complaining that now they're going to be at risk of sunburn. There's no other option when the dog is matted. Dogs like huskies, shepherds, chow chows, they should never, ever, ever be shaved. I know that a lot of clients come in and they're like, my dog is so hot, he's panting all the time, I want to shave his coat. No. Get them on a regular bathing schedule. Have the groomer do a nice brush out, a de-shedding, so that all that hair is out. This way, it gets all the dead hair out and it allows for air circulation between the hair and the skin. Your pet's coat is acting as insulation. Groomers, try to avoid any extra heat during the drying process and limit cage drying or avoid cage drying altogether. So, how do dogs sweat? How do we cool them down? What are the signs of heat stroke? Dogs will sweat from their paw pads and they'll regulate their body temperature by panting. A dog's natural body temperature is between 99 degrees and 102 degrees. If your dog's temperature rises above 104, you need to cool them off, you need to get them to a vet. To cool them off, you can dip their feet in cold water, you can spritz them with a fan and misting the water around, wet their head, their neck, their stomachs, their chest. You don't necessarily want to leave towels draped over them because you want the air to be able to evaporate. That evaporation is what's going to help cool them down. Do not soak your dog in cold water. So if you think they're overheating, don't throw them in a tub of cold water. Don't throw them in the pool and submerge their whole body. That can actually make things a lot worse. What are signs of heat stroke? So if you have your dog outside, they've been outside for a really long time, or you have a a dog in your facility that's just not acting right, what to look for would be excessive panting, vomiting, diarrhea, dizziness, loss of coordination, being very lethargic, if they collapse, if they have a seizure, check their gums, are their gums dry and sticky, are they bright red, are they blue, those are all things that you want to pay attention to. And anytime you even sense that your dog or a dog in your facility might be suffering from heat stroke, you need to take them to the vet immediately. Immediately. Aside from heat stroke, you want to keep your pet's paw pads protected as well. So turf, cement, blacktop, decking, even the sand at the beach, that all gets so hot. If it's too hot for you, it is way too hot for them. So before taking them outside for a walk, 
before letting them go run out on the back deck. Feel it with the back of your hand. If it burns, it's too hot for them. They will burn their paw pads. And I've seen this happen and it's not comfortable. Wait to take your dogs out for walks early in the morning, late at night when everything cools down. A couple other side notes before I wrap this up, which is unrelated to the heat, but is also important to mention during these summer months when people are going to be more active, is not all dogs know how to swim. Be very careful with your pets around your pool or if you live by a lake or an ocean, don't leave them outside unsupervised. I've had so many clients tell me that their dog jumped in the pool or fell in the pool and they sank and they have to jump in and save them. I've had clients whose houses, their backyard is right up against a lake and their dog had jumped in the lake chasing like a bird or something and the dog couldn't swim. So not every single dog knows how to swim. Be very, very careful. Lastly, let's keep our dogs on a leash, okay? I don't care if you have the friendliest dog in the entire world. Not every single dog out there likes other dogs. Maybe some dogs are in training and maybe some dogs are friendly, but they just don't like another dog running up into their face. I don't know how many times I would be walking in the trails by my house and dogs off leash would be running up to me and my dogs. They have zero recall. Half the time the owners are nowhere to even be found. They just have their dogs running loose. That is a disaster waiting to happen. My older dog, she was pretty good with dogs, but if a dog ran up into her face, she was biting them. And my dog is on a leash and your dog isn't, so you're going to be the one at fault. But it doesn't even have to get to that point. Just keep your dog on a leash. When you go to the park, when you go to the beach, nature trails, even just walking around your neighborhood, it's going to be so much busier now. Please keep your dog on a leash. It's so simple. It really is. A lot of places too have laws where your dog needs to be on a six foot leash. So please follow them. As always, please subscribe, please share, rate, and review. I hope this episode was helpful and you really take into consideration how serious the summer is. It is important for us to make sure our pets and the dogs in our care are safe. It is very, very easy for dogs to suffer from heat stroke and that is severe. These are preventable deaths that are happening Let's not have that happen at our facilities. Let's not have that happen to us at home. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next week.